What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Thoughts by the Ville Diada Podcast. I'm your host, Deville Diada, and today we're going to bring you another episode of Growing Up Deville Diada. But before we get into that, I need to remind y'all, if you haven't yet, go back and listen to my last episode where I interviewed former uh, NFL running back uh, Kevin McLeod. He played for Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He also played for the um, Cleveland Browns by way of Auburn University who just whipped them boys down in Alabama's ass last weekend. So he gives a, a, a very interesting and very different inside look into the NFL than most people are used to seeing. So check out that episode. So now let's get into the story. So this story is set in Georgia, uh, out of high school, I've quit my job at Domino's. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. So, let's take a trip back in time. So, after I've quit this job at Domino's and my little hustle put me down, (laughs) I had to figure out what I'm going to do. Because I have this surfboard girl, Cadillac, with the Tri-Stars and the Vogues on it that I have to pay for. Yes, it was a graduation gift, but the gift was that we're going to give you the car. The responsibility that came with the gift is I have to pay for this car. So I ended up getting a job at Hungry Howie's because I'm a delivery guy is what I know. They hired me straight off the rip, and um, but I didn't do deliveries in my Cadillac. No, no, no. I did deliveries in my mom's Kia. Still, I drove that Kia here and there and everywhere. And working for Hungry Howie's was pretty, it was kind of different. It was similar, but it was different from Domino's. The Hungry Howie's that I was working at was a little bit more, I don't know, low budget than the Domino's that I worked at. But either way, uh, it was pretty cool for a time being until one day I'm driving along doing deliveries and um i'm doing my deliveries and and I'm, I'm i'm driving in a car there's a car i remember this vividly a white car was in front of me now this car stopped because the car in front of that car stopped to make a turn so that the, that car stopped then the car that was directly in front of me stopped so i stopped and once i stopped Ever since I've been driving, I've had this habit of looking in the rearview mirror when I, mirror when I stop to see what's going on behind me. I like to know, are the people behind me paying attention? So I stop, and I look up, and I see this big-ass truck just coming. And I'm like, uh-oh. So I move forward just a little bit more, and I stop again. I look up, and I realize this thing isn't going to stop. I'm going to get hit, so I, I brace myself, which is the, probably the wrong thing to do because 
you know, when she breaks herself. That's how most of the time people get injured. And they say that, you know, drunk people don't get used to get injured in auto accidents because they don't have the awareness or whatever or the physical controls to brace themselves so their body just kind of flops around. But either way, I brace myself, boom, get hit from the back, pause, by this big-ass cement truck. When the car hits me, I hit the car in front of me. So I look up. The lady in, um, in the, it was a uh, it was a lady in this white car. I think it was a Camry in front of me. She gets out. She's pregnant. I'm freaking out because I'm thinking I'm going to get held responsible for hitting this car in front of me. She gets out. She's pregnant. I'm like, shit. So then I get out of the car. The guys in the truck get out. And so the lady comes up to me. The police have been called. Uh, and, the, and the guy who hit me was like, I didn't, uh, you, y'all, you must have slammed on brakes. I didn't see, see y'all, see you stop or some bullshit he was saying. But I could smell, it smelled like he had been drinking. You know what I mean? So, the, um, the lady who was behind me, she pulls me away from this guy and she says, hey, look, um, I can't, uh, uh, I'm a lawyer. She was pregnant. And, and she was like, I'm a lawyer. So, if you need any help with this, I can help you out because this is not your fault. And don't, you know, don't talk to them, you know, because when the police come here, you don't want your, them to be up to bend, have influenced your story or whatever. So I'm chilling with this lady. Police come. They're talking about um, that I just, like, I slammed on brakes. But the lady in front of me, she I, I wish I could remember her name. She's telling everything. She's like, no, that's not what happened. This is what happened. Da, 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 da. I'm a lawyer. She gave me her card. I'm like, cool. Then I found realized that I'm not responsible for hitting this car in front of me because I was stopped. And, you know, the trajectory is what pushed me into hitting this car. So, meanwhile, the back of my car, my mom's car, is folded up. Like a cord in the trunk of this Kia is like damn near in the back seat of the of the car. So I'm like shit. So then I, I think about it and I said, let me call my job. So I call the job and I'm like, hey, look, um, I was on I was on the way to deliver this pizza. I got an accident. Car hit me from behind. And you know this bastard. The first thing that he asked me was, did you deliver? So did you deliver the pizza? Yeah, you damn right. That's what he asked me. Did you de deliver the pizza? And I was like, fuck no. I didn't deliver the pizza. I just told you I got in an accident, and I'm not going to deliver the pizza. I'm coming in, clock out, and I'm going home. So I go back to the to the place because the car was driver. I go back. I'm pissed off. They ask me all these questions. I don't want to hear it. I clock out, go home. So later on, my shoulder starts hurting, and now from from this accident, my shoulder still hurts to this day. I still have pain in my shoulder, so I end up um, going to the doctor, and they suggest I go see a chiropractor. My mom calls the lady. Uh, uh, no, she didn't call the lady because her friend suggested another lawyer. Now, this, I'm not even going to get into this. She... Sometimes using your own people backfires on you. I'll tell you that right now. So either way, 
my mom's friend suggested a certain lawyer. So she takes up with this lawyer. I get scheduled visit to the chiropractor. I go to the and going to the chiropractor was lovely. It was lovely. I had to go three times a week. I go in, lay down. There's a little short t- Italian guy, and I'm like I'm only like five nine, five ten. He was shorter than me. He was like five seven. And he was funny and shit. But I remember I go in there, and he take me in the office, and you know he cracked my neck both sides. Then he laid me on my stomach, cracked my back, you know, do some little something to my shoulder. And then I had to get like this electrotherapy or something. I think, I don't know if that's what they call it, but that's what I'm going to call it. Some type of electrotherapy where they hook up these, these, these patches to my shoulder and it will shoot electricity through my shoulder. And it, it, it kind of hurt because they turn it up just to the point where it would hurt, but like a nagging, irritating type of hurt. And then they just let that ride for like 15, 20 minutes. And after those chiropractor visits, I felt great. I felt great. This was actually the time that I wrote the song that I told you about. If a nut holler at you, would y'all look back? Did you ride in the light? Would you match on the slack? She, the kind of girls we need. They for we free the black and miles and silk Bacardi. I wrote that song sitting outside the chiropractor's office. But I loved it. Loved going to the chiropractor. So I finished up uh, my visits, and a lot of weird stuff happened. Like I saw, it was one day, I'm at the house, I'm chilling, and a guy comes along, and he dumps a mattress in my yard. He just pulls the truck up in front of my yard, my mom's yard, and puts this, dumps this big-ass mattress in the yard. And I'm like, bro. What the hell is you doing? And he was like, no. I forget what he said. It was something like somebody told him to dump it. The people come pick it up. I'm like, no, you got to get that out of my yard. And he's like, well, if you um, come help me do it. And I'm like, nope. My shoulder's jacked up. I can't pick up nothing. I feel like the insurance company, the other guy's insurance, this, this cement company that hit me, was trying to set me up to see if I could go out there and lift up this damn mattress and throw it on the truck, then they could have threw my whole case out. So now I'm stuck in this limbo because I can't really do much of any work because my shoulder's jacked up. So after, um, you know, uh, while I'm going through this, I end up getting released from the doctor to go back to work because I deliver pizzas for a living. It's not that big a deal. I go back to work, and then um, first day I show up, I tell the people, you know, I'm back, but I'm on restriction. I can't lift anything. I can't bend over, none of this type of stuff. So immediately, after I do my deliveries, the first thing they tell me to do when I get back is to bend over and pick some stuff or wash these dishes, which they had this deep sink. See, sink was like two feet deep that you had to bend over in to wash the dishes and hungry howies make their own dough their own crust so it was like this big mixing bowl that you would have to take apart and and move around and clean and so i tried to do it for a little bit and my shoulder started hurting again and i was like no nah, i can't do this so i said look man i'm not supposed to be doing this because my shoulder's jacked up doctor said i'm not supposed to do any of this but 
I finished that night, came back the next day, told him what was going on. And he was like, oh, we don't know. Da, da, da. No, yeah, no, wait. No, I had a doctor's appointment the next day. So I went in and I told him what happened. And he came, I, he came and he told me, you know, to go back out of work. So I go back up there and I tell him, look, I got to go back out of work because I wasn't supposed to do X, Y, and Z. And y'all still had me doing it. So he says I'm going to be out for a, a little bit longer. So I go back home not working. So then I come to, I go up there to pick up my check. I've already at this point um, made up my mind that I'm probably not going back or whatever. But it's not a big deal. So I go up there to pick up my check. And I go up there and I ask him was my check in, which it should have been on the day that I went. That's why I went that day. It was like a Tuesday. And he was like, nah, it'll probably be like Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday. And, you know, um, we're going to have to let you go. Yeah. After all that, I done got hit by a cement truck, jacked up my shoulder. But see, what the deal was, was once I came back and they made me do extra work that I wasn't supposed to do, now they're afraid so that I'm going to come after them or something like that. So they let me go. And I'm like, whatever, dude, when did you say my check was coming? Thursday? He was like, no, I said we're going to have to let you go. I was like, I don't care nothing about that. Just I want to know when I get my damn check. So he was like, yeah, yeah, come back Thursday, whatever. So I left, came back, got my check, and never worked at the Hungry House again. So while I'm out, broken, disgusted, trying to figure out what's my next move because I got this car that needs to be paid for. Mom's is getting frustrated having to pay for my car note my insurance and everything that I should have been paying for because I'm not working. So I go through the one ad and I find a uh, advertisement for a job at a car dealership selling cars. So I'm like, cool. I apply, do my applications and everything. And so they no, Yeah. So they, they had us come up there. Let me backtrack a little bit. They had us come up there. They say, be dressed, white shirt, black pants, yada, 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 come up, do your applications, and they had, like, this meeting, so we sat in this classroom, um, and, well, in the office room, and this guy gave us this whole tutorial about selling cars and this whole speech and everything, and then this was when it got funky. At the end, he tells us that to move forward, now we need to take this training, and the training was like 500 bucks. Or was it 250? Might have been 250. I think it was 250. It was like $250 to take this class. And you needed the money like in two, a day or two. Now, I kind of thought, okay, maybe he's trying to see. They're trying to see what kind of hustles that do we have. That can we come up with $250 in 24 hours or whatever? And, you know, that's going to determine who they're going to move to the next level. But either way, it sounded goofy to me at the same time because it's like, okay, you want me to come up with this money to um, pay for a class, to take a job, to get this job, whatever. I'm not with it. So, like, the next day I get a call. It might have been 500 but either way, the next day I get a call from them and they're asking me about it. And I'm like, nah, I just, 
I was on, yeah, it was 500 and I only had 250. So, I'm like, all I got is 250. Well, will you be able to come up with the other 250? I'm like, no, I'm not going to be able to come up with it. So, I'm going to have to turn it down. And that was like, it's just kind of like, okay, well, if something changes, let us know. That was a wrap. So, didn't do that anymore. So, now, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. And matter of fact, that same day, when, when I was getting ready to go up to the lot for the thing, I ran into my mom's friend, the same one that suggested this lawyer. And, you know, this family here, they know every trick in the game when it comes to getting their hands on some money. So she sees me uh, dressed and she's like, hey, where are, you getting, where are you going? And I say, yeah, I'm going up to this job interview thing. And she's like, what do you mean you going up to a job interview? Uh, you must don't want to get no money. I'm like, well, sh- I can't sit around and wait on no money. I got to work. So that was my mind frame. At the same time, my dad was calling me. and He was trying to convince me to come up back to uh, the DMV to work for him for his contracting uh, company or whatever. So at the time, my sister was dealing with a Marine and you know, he was coming down back and forth and, you know, they had gotten, they gotten married, they had the whole wedding and everything. So at one point while he was here getting ready to go back, I would tell my dad, I was like, well, okay, you know what? I'll come up and, um, I'll come up and I'll work with you and I'll stay up there for a while. So I hopped a ride with him from Valdosta, Georgia, up to, back up to Virginia, to the to stay with my dad, and so I drive up there, and I get there, and <laughs> there's a lot of strange things that happen there, but while I'm there, I'm calling home, I'm calling home, and I'm asking about my case, you know, my injury case, and, you know, the guy's dragging his feet, he's dragging his feet, he's dragging his feet, it's been months, so finally, uh, it's been months since it happened, or since I hired him, not months since I had moved. But so finally, I'm like, well, tell him to go ahead and and settle the thing because it's just taking way too long. Because I know at the same time that the longer he has the case, the more he's going to try to he more he's going to charge me for the work. They always are going to charge you out to ask for the work. So I'm like, just tell him to go ahead and, and, and take whatever the offer. They made an offer. He didn't the first offer. He didn't take it. Then they made him another offer, and he was saying, you know, he could get more. But I was like, screw it, just take the offer. The offer was the offer was like ten ten thousand dollars, and um, so he takes the offer. Long story short, on this one, by the time he gets paid, and the chiropractors get paid, I ended up with like fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> out of the ten thousand, but. I'm 19 years old, so in my mind, bowling, I I never had a whole band to myself before in my life. So I got this money in the bank, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm up here with my dad, and that's why I say, man, sometimes working with y'all ends up biting you in the butt because it's like you could have, you could, I'm just, see, we were dealing with, now, I'm just talking off the top of my head, but we're dealing with a company. Not a stranger, not I mean, not just some random person. We're dealing with a business, a company. 
that's been in an accident, an accident that was their fault. So I'm pretty sure if all they was offering was $10,000, then they'd been offered this $10,000. They probably wasn't dragging their feet on offering this $10,000 because most of the time companies, when they know they're caught dead to rights in the wrong, they want to get that litigation over with and out of the way. But that's neither here nor there. So while I'm in Virginia, the next wild thing that happens is this was even before I got my check. I was probably there a week. So my dad's wife, he, she invites this lady over. This lady comes over. And we're about the same age. She was a couple years older than me. So she comes over. We have dinner. We're all talking, laughing, and joking. And she has me walk her to the car at night. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking they're trying to hook me up with this chick, right? So I'm like, cool, it's whatever. I need some chicks up in the DMV anyway. So... That happens. Then maybe a day or two later, um, I get a call from her. And she's like, hey, uh, do you, um, she's like, you want to come out and check out this school? Because we were talking about my plans and what I wanted. Was I going back to school and whatever, whatever. And I'm pouring it on thick because I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to go to college. And then DeVille had no plans on going to college at all i wanted to do music i wanted to go to school for music matter of fact but i i, I poured it on i thought i was spitting the game saying what i need to say but let me show you how that works so she says you know you want to go check out this school so i'm like cool whatever random like a random tuesday or something so she comes picks me up in her little rav v rav four whatever it's called we go ride out to the school walking around the campus, talking to some people about some classes. Then she's like, oh, well, hold on a second. I want to go talk to them, ask them some questions. So she goes over there, and she's talking to them. And I don't know how the hell this worked, but by the time we left, I was in college. (laughs) I don't recall signing no paperwork. I don't recall none of that, but somehow, I don't know how. My dad was probably involved with it, but somehow – they signed my ass up for college without t- without my knowledge. I left out that bit with books and everything. I was mad as fuck, being whole, <laughs> wholeheartedly honest with you. So we did that, and we went and we ate lunch after that at Wendy's. I remember that. So we go home, and she leaves. Then so my, my stepmom and my dad, they eventually come home from work. And they're all excited and happy to da 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 da. And I was like, y'all bastards tricked me. I was like, I didn't go out there with the intentions of signing up for school. We said we was going to check out the school. How the hell did I end up in fucking college? And they're like, oh, well, you know, da da. So basically, they planned the whole thing out. But that wasn't the worst part about it. This whole time, I'm still thinking that this chick is digging me. And so I'm like, you know, screw it. Whatever. I'm in school now. So. Come to find out one day, the, my stepmom's son comes over. We're having a gathering. Everybody's together. We're all, you know, chilling, having dinner, eating. So I'm a, I am go upstairs. I'm upstairs in my room. <clears throat> I come down. They call me. Hey, uh, come down for a second. So I come down. Everybody's chilling. I know that the, that the vibe is kind of weird. My stepmom's son <clears throat> proposes to this chick right here. 
And I was like, wah, wah, wah. Really? <laughs> like, really? Because like I said, this whole time, and I feel like this is part of the game plan too. The whole time, I felt like they was trying to set me up with this chick. But that was how they were playing me to get me to move the way they wanted me to move. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I'm mad as fuck. And everybody's congratulations, congratulations. And I just took my ass right back upstairs to my room. I was pissed. I was pissed. And I was in school and I didn't want to be. Damn. We're going to stop right there for the day. And then we're going to kick off. We're going to keep rolling. Kicking off the next season. Season four. Growing up the VODI. Back in the VA. Thank y'all for tuning in. Love each other last one of y'all. Remember the reason somebody's motivated to masturbate it. Because either way you made a difference. And I'm gone.